Blog Talk Radio. I was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a a thing called DDP yoga. It's Nacho Mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP. Radio. Yeah, I'm one of those guys that's like sings over the record now. So uh, that's, that's that's my role now. This is what I do. Uh, I've completely just nosedived this radio show right from the get go, thinking I could sing the guitar parts for Nirvana. So uh, welcome. Mike Mullins here. We are live broadcasting from the DDP Radio Megaplex in beautiful Raleigh, North Carolina, where I currently reside here on the penthouse suite. And it is a beautiful, beautiful night here in Raleigh. So what I did when we first started this show, I climbed up to the roof, right on top of the roof, and I climbed up to that antenna, the highest antenna I could find, and I got my binoculars, and I looked straight to the great white north. And out there, I saw shivering, even though it's July almost, uh, under about three layers of clothing and blankets, my co-host, the one and only, the Maple Leaf Maverick herself, Canadian quote master, Crystal Stewart. How are you, my friend? <laughs> I'm great. Um, I'm still cold. <laughs> I think it's going to be August before I file, but no, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I, I got to tell you, I'm gonna actually going to have to start actually crack a book about Canada soon because I'm running out of nicknames to call you for uh, the Canadian <laughs> references. So I'm going to have to start going and do some deep dives, some research, and I don't know, maybe something about uh, the, 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 there's all kinds of great Canadian music. There's uh, Rush and uh, Brian Adams. Is that about it? <laughs> um, the hip. <laughs> Oh, well, of course. Nickelback? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> really, you can't forget Nickelback. Oh. I've, I've, been in, I've been 10 years therapy trying right now, so um, I appreciate that. Right? But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, it is a beautiful day, and it's been chaotic in this world. It's been chaotic few months, but I think uh, I think we're all surviving so far, or the most of us are. We're, we're living and we're we're just trying the best we can to kind of get through this uh, era, which is kind of a new normal for the time being. And uh, I've talked to a lot of friends this week, and I've had a lot of uh, people checking in with me, and I've checked in with a lot of people as well. And the general consensus is I think we're at a point now where we're kind of perfecting this whole quarantine thing just in time to be sent back out into the world. <laughs> And 
I, it's going to be interesting, and there's a lot of uh, good things, a lot of negative things, a lot of hard times for a lot of hard people uh, dealing with the fallout of all this as well. But uh, it's great to know that we have this place to meet every Wednesday night because um, if you look on the Internet and if you look on Facebook and Twitter and the notifications, there's a lot of bad news and a lot of negative news coming at you 24 hours a day. And uh, with the new cycle, we can't really avoid it very well. So I really depend on this hour every Wednesday night to kind of recharge my tank and, and really just kind of give myself uh, a little bit of a breather from uh, all the hardships in the world. And that's what we like to do here. We like to kind of refill your tank with uh, some positive stories and some positive news and, you know, feature some people that are owning their lives. And uh, that's why I appreciate you, Crystal, so much because – Every week when I come here, expecting my tank to be refilled, you never disappoint. And tonight you brought us another really inspirational story for our Warrior of the Week segment. So I'm going to hand the mic over to you, and you tell me what we got tonight. Absolutely. Um, so I can't technically take all the credit for this one on my own. Um, it's impossible to know everyone in the whole DDP yoga universe. I mean, there's just so many people. And this is when you rely on the people that, you know, you know, and Ben Carson got in touch with me and he um, nominated Stacy, who is our guest this evening to be on the show. And Ben was just so impressed with her because she's been taking on, online classes with Ben, and she has been just doing so well. So she really deserves the recognition for her hard work and showing up. And, you know, it's really not easy to show up when the world is seemingly falling apart. So it's great to have her here, and I'm so excited. All right. Well, hello. Welcome, Stacy, to the show. Thanks for coming on. Hello. Thank you for having me. Um, this oh. is an awesome opportunity, and I can't thank you guys enough and Ben because I actually just finished a workout of his right before this <laughs> to get myself prepped and ready. Well, there's there's nothing that gets you ready like a DDPY workout because I always say the buzz after a DDPY workout is better than any drink I could have. <laughs> so it's, it's yeah, you're feeling sure. good, you got your workout in, and uh, now we're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna chat a little bit because, uh, like I said, we always here on the show we kind of just take things as it goes. We don't do any preparation usually. We we get a little bit of the story. But I don't like to have the questions a because that makes it work and it's I don't want to work and b <laughs> is because uh, it's more natural. It's, it's we get to know each other on the air, and I think uh, that's been working for us so far. So I got to start with you for the one canned question we have every week here on the radio show is. Mm-hmm. What is your DDPY origin story? Every great story has an origin story, something that led you to the program, something that made you want to take that first class or try that first workout. What is it that got you to where you wanted to dig your feet into the DDPY community? Yes, sure. Um, so I can't remember exactly where I heard about DDP yoga. I can't remember if it was Arthur or somewhere on the Internet, Facebook. But I heard about it, and I seen, you know, Diamond Dallas Page, 
um, you know, was the main man, and my boyfriend is, like, a big wrestling guy. So I was hoping that, you know, if I got this program, he would join in with me, (laughs) Um, which he doesn't, but that's okay because he supports me 100%. (laughs) Um, But I want to say it was Mother's Day gift in 2016. He got me the DVD set, and um, just like uh, multiple of other workout programs I have purchased, it kind of collected dust. I picked it up a couple times um, from 2016 till 2019 and did Energy 2.0 and just Energy 2.0. I didn't try anything else. I was just doing that, and I did it, you know, like three or four times a week for a month straight. I did that like three times. And then the Positively Unstoppable Challenge happened last year, and I just immediately was like, this is a sign. I already have the DVDs. I could win a million dollars. Like, I'm doing it. I'm going for it. And I was doing really good, and I was doing it again about three or four times a week, and I evolved from Energy 2.0 to Fat Burner to... Um, you know, stand up and up the ladder all the way until um, Double Black Diamond. And uh, I obviously did not win <laughs> last year, which is, you know, perfect. You know, every failure is a stepping stone to something better. And, you know, here I am on DDP radio. So, you know, something, I did something right. But I, I, well, after the challenge last year, I kind of fell off. But the challenge this year, I picked it back up, and I'm even more full steam ahead than I was before. So <clears throat> that's, that's that's incredible. And, and like the way you put it, though, you didn't win. Like that's you didn't win the million dollars because ultimately you're in a better shape. You're better off, you know, emotionally, physically from doing that. So it's it's. It, I didn't win is a bit subjective. It's like if I go to a blackjack table and put a million dollars on the blackjack table and I lose, I lose my money. But now it's like a win-win situation because that money was the motivation, but the the workout and afterward all the benefit you got from there seems to have been a victory in its own right. Am I correct? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, The only thing was last year, you know, I had the wrong intentions. It was literally just to win the challenge. You know, and and that was it. So when the challenge was over and I didn't uh, qualify or whatever, um, I fell off and I gained all the weight back that I lost. And you know, it, I I basically lost my my fire. But this year, the reason why I'm doing so well is because I'm not doing it for the challenge. I'm not doing it for anybody else. I'm doing it for myself, my well-being, and you know, for me, me and me. So I can be better for my family and all that. Sorry. Um, <clears throat> I love not that. sorry. I love it. And, <laughs> uh, no, I, I, love I it. also want to say thank you um, in advance for patience because I might get emotional because that's just part of who I am. And I used to say sorry all the time for that because I thought it was a flaw, <laughs> but it's not a flaw. It's my superpower, and it's okay. It's okay to be emotional. <clears throat> well, oh, uh, sweetheart, you know. I'm Canadian. We apologize for everything, <laughs> so Mike is used to it. <laughs> <laughs> 
but yeah. no, emotion emotion is good. That means you've got you've got your you got a stake in your in your success. You got a stake in your right. journey. You know, if you weren't emotional, it's pretty easy to go through the motions and not care. But you know, as you said before, you you know you went into it for the wrong reasons. You went in for the for the money, and I I feel like that SNL sketch where the the Bachelorette, you know, she's not here for the right reasons. She's not here for the right reasons. But um. I, I gotta say, I've been in a place where I've lost weight for superficial reasons. Whether it's I want to impress that girl in high school, or I wanna I wanted to fit into this stupid shirt that I think I'll look good in. And you know what? Though you can have short term success with that, but those superficial reasons are ultimately going to fall by the wayside because you're not committed in your soul, your your heart for the yep. the process or the yeah. progress. And when you finally get in touch with why you're doing it for you and for your family and just to be a better person, those are the reasons that stick. A million dollars would be nice, but now that you've found <laughs> the real reason that you want to do this, yep. that's what's going to make you a successful long term. And that's a stake that you need to have in yourself emotionally and physically to be successful. Well, even the weight loss too, like I'm trying not to focus so much on that because um, it's just not as important as my confidence and my strength. You know, like the scale is the devil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It goes up and down yeah. and up and down. <laughs> Stacey, when I first started, well, maybe it wasn't when I first started, but once I really got into the program, um, I ran my scale over with my car. (laughs) Because I I was a slave to measuring myself, and I was allowing myself to be defined by the numbers that were reflected back at me when I would step on that scale and it became a very unhealthy obsession for someone like me. So I, yeah, I ran it over and I garbage also works. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And I haven't been on a scale since. I've been wanting to smash mine with a sledgehammer. (laughs) Do it. And also, uh, Crystal's now known throughout her, her neighborhood as the lady who ran over the scale and yelling out the window in the middle of three-degree <laughs> Yeah, I am. <laughs> now, see, now this, it's funny because I, I agree with you both, and I'm going to tell this funny story real quick. Crystal, you mentioned that, and I may have said this on the show before, but right when I first started, I found myself kind of falling into those obsessive scale habits. So I put on yeah. my video camera, and I make this whole – I stick out my chest like big, you know, display, and I broke my scale in front of the camera, and I just smashed it up, and and I'm like, there, how do you like that? And posted the video. I got all the adulation and people patting myself on the back. I shut the camera off, and the next day I go into what I was weighing, so I bought a new scale. (laughs) (laughs) So it was a waste of money, and it was big to do. It's hard to stay off of it. Trust me, I know. It yeah, is. it is. It is. And you know what? It's it is a measurement tool, but also it's not everything. And the scale can work for mm-hmm. some people, but also it can be an inaccurate representation and it can hit you when you really don't need it to hit you. Like yeah. you can have a bad week when exactly. you crushed it and sometimes just the scale won't show and you can't tell the internal like progress you've had or 
or some of the others just by stepping on a scale. So it's deflating and it's, it's an up and down battle with your mentality when it comes to the scale. So I, I'm glad that you kind of found the reasons outside of that to, you know, measure success to success by. Yeah. And oh, you yeah. know, as well as I do, a scale will never be able to measure what you're worth. Mm-mm. Right. Nope. Unless you're gold. Right. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> sorry about that. Anyways. <laughs> um, so, you know, you've, you, you've kind of readjusted your priorities. You readjusted your reasons. And you said that yeah. you kind of came back this year with, with a little bit of a fire lit under you, underneath you again. So how was it kind of getting back in the swing of things? And obviously when you're off that long, it takes a little bit to get used to the mechanisms and stepping on the mat again. Did it come smooth or is it something you had to work your way back into? It was a lot smoother than I expected. Like I still had um, some flexibility, but I did lose some flexibility too. Like there were things I could do before that I could no longer like wrap and burn. I couldn't grab my fingers behind my back anymore. Um, I just couldn't get deeper in the lunges, like, but I can now, you know, it didn't take as long, I think this time as it did last time. And mm-hmm. it's because I had, you know, done it last year for a long time. What was it? 16 weeks, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> and I mean, muscle memory is a wonderful thing, you know? Yes. Yeah. When you slide, it will remind you first and foremost of either how much you're slacking or how much, you know, you actually did to get back to where you wanted to be. It's a great measuring stick. Yeah. That's the best thing about DDP yoga for me is that, you know, there's more things beyond the scale. Like we were talking that you can measure your success by, by like how deeper you get into the positions and how, you know, you can grab your fingers behind you and, you know, all that stuff, like, and it happens fairly quickly if you do it often, you know, and um, I've always been, like, hard worker, that's just, like, part of who I am, but it was always, always for, like, someone or something else, like, at a job, a career, um, in a relationship, and obviously when I became a mom, I really um, put myself on the back burner, Um <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> no, no, don't apologize. It is an amazing thing when you t- start to take stock of all the things in your life that um, fall under the category of priorities and then fall under the category of options. And I'm telling you, a lot of that has bounced around in my life. So I know how hard it is. In, yeah, yeah, it's, it's hard to make yourself you. a priority. You know, it's hard to to work hard for yourself, but it's really been so awesome to be doing it for myself this time. Like, that is literally why I'm here is because I'm making myself a priority and I'm making the time. You can't find time. Don't try to find the time to do it because you'll never find it. You'll be searching forever. You have to make the time. Mm Mm-hmm. Stacey, and, class, and, you class, know, you, sorry, Mike. Oh, go ahead. 
No, no sorry, go ahead. Chris. I was just going to say, Stacey, um, how important was it for you to learn to tell the people around you the word no? <laughs> uh, pretty hard, you know, especially yeah. the, you know, the relationship and stuff and animals I've got lots of animals I got to take care of kids I got to take care of like I really have to map out that time I mean sometimes I have to yep. hit pause and like change a diaper or something you know but when you need it, something yeah. that's not imperative to right now it's like I only got 13 minutes of a workout or 20 minutes you know they can wait <clears throat> yeah well, and it was hard it's a shift of priority it, it's an amazing thing Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's so true. And priorities, it's it's a, it's a funny thing because as a parent, your number one instinct is you got to take care of your family, you got to take care of your kids. But in the in the in the you know in the same sentence is if you're not taking care of yourself and if you're not taking care of your health and your body, your kids aren't going to have anyone there to take care of them in, in the long term. Yeah. So some people yeah. try to make this rationalization that I don't have time because I'm a parent. No, you should have time because you're a parent and those kids are yeah. going to depend on you for a long time. And the biggest priority in, is you and your kids. It's not just your kids because without your kids, without you, they're, they're, they're going to be in, in a loss as well. So uh, putting your oxygen yep, mask on first. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, and, it, and it's, it's so true. Um, and I feel like uh, it's, you know, obviously you try to be selfless and try to be there for your kids and be there for your family, but not at the expense of yourself. And, and obviously they seem to be finding that balance, the family, the work, the, you know, um, the the relationships and all this stuff. And uh, are you getting, you know, uh, any, how old are your kids, by the way, before I ask this question, because I didn't know if they were old enough to like get involved at all. <laughs> Uh, my daughter is five and my son is three, and my daughter does it sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, no, that's what I was curious too because I I found I don't have any children myself, but I found so many of my friends. Once the kids hit a certain age, they start getting you know curious because mom's upside down or mom's doing the down dog and that looks fun and stuff. <laughs> and you can actually kind of you can actually kind of bring them into it and and, and like you know yep. show them a couple moves and. They get in yep. by the end of it. I have buddies of mine who showed them a couple of things here and there, and now their kids are the ones to make them accountable and saying, "Let's go on the mat and do that again too." Yeah, and yeah. kids, you know, they they understand too. Like they know mommy's doing yoga, so that like they get it. <laughs> I have and, a, you know, my workout room is called the Dungeon Stacy, so <laughs> I have a I have a written rule that if you need me. Well, I'm in the dungeon. You have to come in, put your shoes on, and work out with me, and then we'll walk out together. But I'm not stopping unless <laughs> the house is on fire <laughs> to I like that. come and help you. Yeah. So, and you know what? Because this is the way I have structured everything. No one bugs me when I'm in the dungeon. Nobody. Nobody. That sounds like a threat. Everybody knows, <laughs> right? Everybody <laughs> knows I'm, right? Everybody knows I'm down there, but yeah, nobody, nobody comes down. 
everyone's probably wondering what's going on there. It's like the Frankenstein's lab with some like beakers with glowing neon, you know, liquids just come up in a lab coat with. (laughs) What goes down in in Crystal's dungeon? Right. But no. But, you know, it's important, too, because you have to, you know, separating your space as well, because depending on how many ones you have running around the house, I know as a husband, I can be a giant pain in the ass to my wife when she least needs it. So kind of (laughs) separating that space and kind of (laughs) making that space, like, you know, sacred, and uh, it it allows you to kind of just, you know, do what you got to do in that space and, and know that you can always count on getting your workout in done. Uh, uninterrupted in uh, yep. with threats of bodily harm if otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so you've had the you've had the second run and we talked about mm-hmm. the uh the aspect of doing it for yourself, but besides that, is there anything you're doing to make this time uh stick more so than the last time? Anything you're implementing or changes that you're doing this time around? Um, it's mostly a mental thing. Like I started it kind of last year. Like I, I kind of did the fake it till you make it thing, like DDP says. Um, but uh, this time, last time, I think when the the challenge started, I put out you know a comment saying my chances are slim, but I'm going to give it 100 percent anyway. And then this time, I put it's not about how much I shrink; it's about how much I grow, and that's my growth is really what I've been focusing on. Um, and that's, what's really been helping me more than anything is focusing on growth and, and healing. And I know that, you know, DDP doesn't like all that chanting stuff, but I'm kind of into it. So, <laughs> um, so, but also, he also says, make it your own. So if that's what you're yes, into, that's yep. what you're into. Yep. Make it your own. So, you know, Very that's the true. secret sauce. And, yeah. you know, I feel that's, that's the secret sauce for a lot of people is that make it your own factor because a lot mm-hmm. of us come here in different places physically, mentally, emotionally, no yep. matter what it is, you can find something in here that you can kind of take and customize and make your own. And I, just because it's not my own doesn't mean it can't be your own. You know, we all come in with different ideas and different uh, goals. And yep, everybody's on their own uh, journey. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And I love how you put it too, because it does. You know, too many people are are worried about like, oh, I got to get to my goal weight or the end game, and there is no end game. The your end game should be mm-hmm. to do better today than you did yesterday, and you seem to have kind of found that balance that you're trying to be better and you're trying to grow as a person instead of winning the race. Yeah. And there's, see, I've got a thing with, I don't really have like a, a, a set goal, like a, you know, I mean, I have goals to, to want to be stronger and more confident, but goals have limits usually like you get to a spot and you finish and then, you know, you can set a new goal, but I have dreams. Dreams don't have limits. You can dream as big as you want. There's no end in sight. And, and, and that implies, too, that you're able to alter your dream. Because if you your, your mm-hmm. dream change. may change halfway through, 
you know, goals, you can't do that. Like I tell people all the time, you know, if I, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a wrestler. That's all I wanted to be. And when there's always these stories of, Oh, it was my childhood dream to achieve this. And then you always have to go for that dream. But as I went on, I realized, well, I don't really want to be that anymore. I want to be this. So I you know, did this and did that. You know, you're, you're, I think goals, if you're a person who's growing as a person and a human being, your goals shouldn't be the same. And I think that's awesome mm-hmm. when you put it because you know, dreams are open-ended and, and they can be amended. And I think that's pretty awesome. I love that uh, concept. Yep. Uh, another like mantra of mine during, you know, this time around has been to to do it anyway. I actually um had Mitra, her daughter made me a, a bracelet that says do it anyway. And it's because you have, you know, certain days where even, you know, the people who are doing really good or kicking butt, like you still have days where it's like, I don't want to, I don't feel like it, I've got too much on my plate you know, do it anyway. You can't always control what happens, but you can make that time to do it anyway. Yep. And that's how, and yeah. that's the secret to, to this is, it, I mean, right there, um, I, I got like five, seven or eight years ago, whatever it was, one years ago, a little when I was a couple of years into my journey, I put up a video on YouTube and it's the video that for some reason has gotten the most views of anything. And I still get people telling me about it, but I put out this thing called motivation is a myth because I've had so many people come up and say, well, it didn't work out because I just couldn't get myself motivated anymore. And I was trying to explain to him, you know how it was when you first started DDPY, you couldn't wait to get on the mat the next day. You get that tingling in your belly. All you want to talk about is DDPY. You know, you have that first initial push when you come in. And most people realize, no matter how amazing the program is, that initial, like, you know, woohoo feeling wears off after a while. And that's when you drop off a lot of people because it's no longer the most exciting thing in your world. It's just part of your world now. And we depend on motivation to kind of to just show up and get us through, <laughs> but it's not going to happen sometimes. And that's when, like you said, you just got to do it anyway, because, you know, I, most people don't want to go in the office every day or go to work or you know, I don't want to get up and shower. I'm so comfortable on the couch, but we're human beings. That's kind of our responsibility. So we just got to do it whether we want to or not. And once you kind of treat your workouts like that, that's the kind of mindset you have because you can't be waiting for the motivation fairy to come sprinkle the motivation yeah. dust on you just to get you off the couch every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But and a, another big thing. Sorry. No, go ahead. Uh, doing DDPY is actually the easy part for me. Like doing the workout is, is the easy part. The hard part is changing the story that I've been telling myself for years um, you know, that I'm not good enough, not thin enough, et cetera. Um, <clears throat> I've been like stuck inside a box with four walls of shame and fear and self-doubt and the comfort zone. <clears throat> Sorry. And I've been knocking those walls down by doing DDPY and making the time for myself. I was always so afraid of coming out of that box because I was afraid of 
being judged and rejected, but I didn't realize that I was also missing out on so much love. I'm sorry. The community has been so huge, so supportive, so loving. Can I say the community is the best? Yes. I want you to realize that what you're feeling right now and what you're describing right now, we've all been there. We might not be brave enough to show it, but we've all been there. We all have doubts. We all have struggles. We all have, you know, worries that we're not thin enough, you know, strong enough, fast enough. We we all have those. And you know what? Yep. You're wonderfully you, and I wouldn't want you to be any other way than what you are right in the present moment. I'll take you any way I can get you. And if that means taking you like this, that's what we do here. We fall down together. We get up together. That's, that's the best part of DDPY is the community and the support and the understanding, you know, like we all have been through it, like you said, and yep. you just put it out there and somebody's going to reach out to you and say, yeah, you're not alone. I've been there too. Yeah. I mean, we all, we all have this really bad habit, sorry, Mike, of censoring our stories to fit into this well-presented little box. But you know what? Those boxes aren't necessarily pretty. My story, not a pretty story at all. (laughs) I'll be the first one to admit. But whether or not, but I just don't, I have this thing, Stacey, um, just because I fall into a rut doesn't mean I unpack my suitcase and stay there. Yes. We all fall. Yep. And we're all broken, and that's how the light gets in. Yeah, yeah. And that's the hardest part too. Is is is, I mean, you accomplish that part because the comfort zone is pretty comfortable, and it's hard to poke your head out of there sometimes. But once you do, you realize, oh, the sun feels nice. It's nice out here. Oh, there's people out here that I enjoy and inspire me. And like just getting out of that zone, you know, getting out of that space where that's been holding you back, that's the hardest part often more than anything. And then you realize, hey, it's not so bad out here, and I'm flourishing out here. But when you're in that zone, no one can tell you how nice it is outside. You have to kind of figure that out yourself. Yeah, yeah. and talking about talking about the sun feeling good, like not only did I hide who I was, but I also hid my body. Um even when I was smaller than I am now, I would cover up my arms because I, you know, I didn't like the way they hung. You know, I never wore shorts because I didn't like my thighs and it's hot. Like I, I need to wear tank tops and shorts (laughs) and let the sun touch my skin and not worry about the hangy bits, you know? And when you start you know, picking all that stuff apart too, you'll never escape it. You like you mean I mm-hmm, the best shape right. of my life. At the time I took a picture and I noticed every 
thing imperfection and that's a disease in itself that's that's a that's a cancer in itself and once you can you can accept yourself and accept you know get out of that and just you know accept yourself as yourself and with your flaws or whatever you may bring to the table in that moment once you accept that you can accept yourself at a thousand pounds or a hundred pounds or whatever everything in between because if you if you're in that rut, it doesn't matter how much you lose or how much weight you right. you lose or how much fit you get, you'll always find those imperfections, and that's It'll why never the, be good the self growth. Yep, the self <laughs> absolutely the self growth is more important than any scale, and the self acceptance is better than any scale that you could step on. Yeah, my journey right. has really been about self love, you know, and like learning to to love those those pieces of me that I didn't like and that I hid away, you know, and even if I can't love it, at least I can accept it, you know, is my body is the least interesting thing about me. You know, nobody's going to be like, oh, she had rock hard abs when she died. You know, they're going to be like, she was a positive, loving, caring person. And that's what matters. I love it. Yeah. I mean, there's this thing when I, Stacy, when I was in Georgia for the summit a couple of years ago, when I was flying back to Toronto, it's a three-hour flight. When I was flying back, I had this little thing pop into my head, and it was DDP yoga. It's never been about the size of your ass. It's about getting your head out of it. <laughs> I really like that. Right? But how true is that? I mean, we convince our we convince ourselves of all different things, or you know what Joe Blow says. You know, we should be doing this, or we should be wearing this, or we can't do this, or we can't do that. Who cares? You know what? The proof yeah. is in the effort of trying, and you're doing that which is what got you on this radio program because everybody is noticing <laughs> just how much you're putting yourself out there. And that's an amazing thing. And it's inspiring and it's wonderful. And again, yeah, we don't, we don't care. We don't care about, you know, sizes or struggles or anything like that. We care about the effort and you are doing that, my dear. Thank you. And Sharing so much is way out of my comfort zone, like way out of my comfort zone. But the love that I've received, you know, people telling me that I've inspired them or just even kind, encouraging words, it's almost a little overwhelming, but I love it. I love that overwhelming love. The the only person that should ever judge you should be wearing a robe and sitting on a bench. (laughs) Absolutely. Just saying. Hey, Just saying. Are you? Are you? Do you have a camera feed into my bedroom right now? <laughs> right. I got my robe and I'm on the back. <laughs> Don't robe shame me. See what I'm talking about. Exactly. But you know, I think that that's perfect too because, you know. I always said when I got here, you know, if I never lost a single pound and never lost a single pound again, and if I never got a single physical positive change out of DDPY, it would still be worth it for me. 
because you come into this community and it's one of the only places where you can expect positivity in the world. You can expect support in the world. And we don't kick people out, but if someone starts to stir shit up or someone tries to just bring the group down or be negative, we really quickly let them know that that's not how we do things here and they kind of figure it out. But we don't, you know, we don't shun people. We don't kick people out unless it's an extreme situation. But besides all the physical stuff, you can get your head straight here because you can get honest feedback and honest support and you can find positivity in this place. And trust me, in 2020 in the United States of America where I live and I'm Canada, Crystal, positivity <laughs> is not hard to come by everywhere anymore. And yeah. it's something that's become very valuable to my daily existence is finding places where there's pure uh, positivity. And once you're able to experience that, you get the support, you're able to get your head straight. And that's when the dominoes fall. That's when you're, you're, you start being healthier as a person, mentally healthier. You want to make better choices because you're feeling better. But that first key ingredient is, is getting your head clear and getting your head straight. And I feel like that was probably from what you've been telling me, that seems to be the catalyst for your success in this part of the journey. Oh, yeah. Talk about winning. Like, I've already won because I've made some real, genuine, lifetime friendships in DPY. Amen. Yeah, I agree. You know, we we talked, talked, you know, sometimes they ask about goals. We already went over goals. We're not going to go there. But we are going to say this. So you knew what kind of led to the struggles last time around, is there anything you'd like to remind yourself in the future if things start to get hard and stuff that, that kind of keeps your head clear, it keeps your head on the on uh, on that path of just, you know, trying to be a better person? Is there any dreams in your future that you'd like to accomplish or places you'd like to be or whatever it may be? It's open-ended. Is there any kind of hope for your life in the next, you know, few years? Yeah. Um, one dream is to go to a DDPY retreat. Like, that'd be pretty cool. Um, (laughs) But also, I'd like to maybe one day become an instructor and have my own studio. Um, In fact, I was telling you my boyfriend's my biggest supporter. He actually was looking up studios and how much it costs in our area. And, you know, he's, he's supporting my dream already (laughs) and I'm not even ready you know but yeah that's kind of where my head's at right now but like you said you know there's room for change and you never know what life's going to throw at you but right now um, my dream is to maybe one day be an instructor and help other people not only do yoga but also get out of their own heads you know because that's really the secret sauce where uh, are you? It's so in the state. Oh, I'm sorry. Where are you in the state? Oh, I'm in Tennessee. In it's Tennessee. Lebanon, Tennessee. It's kind of close to Nashville. Yeah, there's oh, got to be an instructor that you can see there. Uh, Michelle O'Neill yes. is kind of close to me. I've been meaning to go because they just started opening the gyms and stuff back up, and I'm pretty sure she does them on Saturdays. I've been meaning to go take one of her classes. That's a great idea. We, um, 
there, you know, you mentioned your boyfriend and how supportive he's been. And, and even though he's not doing the workout with you, it's such an important part of the journey to have the people around you kind of cheering you on. And you think that would be just a, you know, an oxymoron, but a lot of people in those situations and couples get resentful for when they're, when their you know, husband or wife gets all into something like this or, you know, so having a supportive spouse is, is in a significant other is huge. Um, so on yeah. behalf of us, thank you to him too. What's his name? Uh, Ryan. R Y N E. Well, not Ryan, but Ryan. Oh, that's a cool name. But anyways, that's, but it's, it's so important to have somebody in your life. Yep that you, you know, support you right there. Absolutely. He's, he's a huge, huge help because, like you said, you know, sometimes people don't like seeing other people succeed, you know, but he's been behind me 100% the whole time. Well, I that's, that's, that's a amazing. game changer too. And maybe someday with your, with you so much – uh, tail, you know, he, he, one day he'll hop on the mat with you sometime, and, and he'll try it out and he get get on board too. Because I tell the story all the time. My wife that wasn't wanted nothing to do with it when we first got started, because she was not mm-hmm. a wrestling fan, and to her, DDP yoga was wrestling, and by all means, it was Diamond Dallas Page, so it was wrestling. But once she got <laughs> on there and started doing stuff, like she does it on her own now, without even when I'm not even 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 close. But uh, she's a uh, She's she kind of one of those disciples that once she got experienced it and got to the retreat and stuff like that, you know, realized the benefits. And he's still Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler, and she still would rather have the flu than watch wrestling. But she does love the DDPY. So she's uh, your your boyfriend's at least a wrestling fan, so uh, he can at least tolerate the Diamond Dallas Page part of it. We'll see. I'll keep planting that seed because every now and then he'll (laughs) say, like, oh, this hurts or – whatever, and I'm like, you should do some DDPY with me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, once you beat him, you know, arm off. wrestling. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> when you beat him arm wrestling, you can shame him. <laughs> so, awesome. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and talking to us today, and like I said, we, we kind of just, you know, we kind of take the ball and just roll with it, keep it conversational, and usually these conversations, you know, have some people that are inspiring and have other, you know, there's a lot of people in the community and usually we get the, the Tuesday or sorry, the Thursday morning comments of she really inspired me here. He really inspired me here because there's so many of us in here that are dealing with so many different things, but there's so many people that you think you're the only person in the world who's done this, this or this, but somebody right. relates to that story or someone relates to this part of you. And there's nothing bigger when you're going through something or when you're trying to do something or struggling to find somebody who's been there and is being successful and you can relate to because it just gives you that I can do it too mentality. So I appreciate you coming on and sharing parts of your story. It's it's hard sometimes to be so that much. open, but you seem to be doing so and it seems to be working for you. And uh, I bet you anything you're inspiring a lot more people than you can even uh, realize. I hope so. I'm trying. You know, we heal each other so we can heal ourselves. So, yeah, true. Very true. Well, absolutely, absolutely. And um, if uh, if uh, uh, you, you know you want to come back in a year or whatever, we'll have another follow up and see how you're doing, and we'll maybe bring you back for a round two, and uh, you can give us uh, the latest update and uh, inspire some more people along the way. Oh yeah, I'm owning it, and I don't plan on on stopping. That a girl. I love it. <laughs>
<laughs> I love it. And uh, just real quick, Ben Carson, uh, is that who yeah. was the nominated? Uh, he nominated Stacy, of course, and that's how we do things is, you know, this community is so big. So Crystal can't get to all the corners of the DDPY community in a single week. So if you have people that you'd like to nominate for the DDPY Warrior of the Week, uh, hit Crystal up or hit up the new, brand new DDP Radio Facebook page, which Crystal's been working really hard at, and uh, send us some nominations. And Crystal, do you have some info on that page where they can um, Yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. You just go into Facebook and type in DDP Radio and up it pops. And you can message us right from there. Um, I try, I've been spending a lot of time in there. Even if I'm not posting, I'm probably still there because I'm trying to get all the the bugs out of it still. So, you know, I'm always kind of hanging around, but yeah, I mean, we'd love to hear you. And there's so many people that are just, you know, popping in and, and the response has been really great. So yeah, we'd love to have you over there. And you've been working really hard on that. So I appreciate that. You're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, you know, we'd like to thank you and uh, Stacey and thank you, Crystal. And it was a great episode again this week. And like I said, if you want to hit up another uh, person to nominate, and it seems like every week we just come in and these stories and, you know, people are enjoying it. We're firing people up. So uh, I appreciate you sharing the story and I appreciate you coming here and spending the night with us. It's uh, it's tough to do on a weeknight at 9 o'clock p.m. It's uh, We realize people have lives and families and stuff, so we appreciate yeah, you uh, with taking the time to swim by with us. I appreciate you. I appreciate you so, so much. We'll, we'll, let you guys, we'll let you get them to bed, but before we do, Crystal, do you think you can thaw out that quote machine and crank it up and spit out some brilliant advice or via quote from the Canadian quote master herself? Absolutely. I. It's weird how these work out sometimes. I picked this one after last week's show, so, you know, I hope that it applies as much as I think it does. Um, the quote today, I don't know who said it. It's unknown, but the quote is, you can't heal what you refuse to confront. That's 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 a good one. I, I, that was, it was, I know that was me. I, I said that. I'll take credit for that one. <laughs> no, I, I like. I'm just gonna start putting my name on like like all these anonymous works of like you know writing and sign my name on the bottom and take credit. But uh, no, I love that. Yep, That's perfect. Uh, great quote again. Uh, and I think that'll do it for us. We're gonna be back uh, next week, I believe, with a brand new episode of DDP Radio live here at DDPRadio.com. I want to thank Stacy. I want to thank Ben for nominating Stacy. I want to thank Crystal, and I want to thank you guys for hanging out and for liking the Facebook page and sending all kinds of nice messages and uh, cash donations made out to cash. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of DDP Radio live com. until next week take the motivation take the inspiration put it into your daily life use it to fire you through the week and we'll be back here next week thank you guys so much congratulations stacy kicking ass keep doing that great job and keep uh keeping your eyes on the dreams all right well guys see you yeah i screwed up last word of the day i screwed up we'll see you guys later see ya.
Kicked it today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, the diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This has been a presentation of DDP Yoga and Blog Talk Radio.